0: Good morning. Rise and shine. Do you smell that? Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna be fully transparent with you guys. Ray and I have recorded this first episode probably 32 times. That's being nice. We've got our intros crossed. Wh- what the fucks up? Good morning. This is strong coffee. This intro is the most Ray and Bree thing that possibly could happen. So real. All this, this is us. Spontaneous intro. Hey we decided to record a podcast uh nobody's surprised of course if it's a trend we're gonna hop on it and you should know that and we're gonna hop
1: on it late very (laughs) late we're also hopping on it inside of my extremely hot closet right now but we're having a great time we have wine i have great company and i'm excited about this that's right I'm Bree And I'm Ray And this is our three years in the brew, hot and ready to serve podcast, Strong Coffee. Bree. what the hell is Strong Coffee and what are we doing here? Strong Coffee is dedicated to serving you both sides of midnight. And what does that mean? Okay, well, slow down. Best way to explain what this is going to
0: mean is to first start off with who we are and how this came to be.
1: I love it when you're assertive.
0: Mm, spend 600 a month on therapy and you too can be assertive. Raymond, let's start with you. Tell me,
1: who, what, how are you here? Hi, my name's Ray. I was born in Miami, Florida, in a very fun, extremely Cuban place called Hialeah. I left home at 18 and moved to New York City to pursue runway. I couldn't do the cold, and apparently I couldn't do runway. (laughs) So about two years later, I made my way to LA, and I fell in love with photography along the way. And that's what I do now. But when I moved here about five years ago, I kind of... Had an idea of how my life would go here, but one Craigslist ad later, and my life completely changed. Both of our lives completely changed. Both of changed. our lives changed. <laughs> I'll leave it at that for now with details to come. Brianna, what the hell are you doing here? After six
0: long, and beautiful, intense years, I'm actively plotting my escape. <laughs>
1: Take me with you. <laughs>
0: No, I uh, moved to LA in 2015 to finish my degree. I worked full-time and I went to school full-time. But the important detail here is I somehow, amongst that, found time to get into a unnatural amount of wild adventures and situationships with you, which is what we owe this podcast's entire foundation to. <laughs> uh, present day, I work in tech. I build and scale engineering teams for both big enterprise partners and Series A startups. But on the side, I'm still somehow getting into a grip of wild adventures and situationships with you.
1: Thus, here we are. Basically, nobody knows both sides of Midnight quite like we do. Socially, entrepreneurially, publicly, and just the vast underground of it all.
0: Yes, we've had a really unique relationship with both sides of Midnight. And the biggest perk is we've acquired an insane and very valuable network of people in our lives from both
1: sides of Midnight. And they've all brought value to our lives personally, professionally, and just different successes in different ways. And my favorite part about it is it's
0: not been in the traditional environments, you would think, for some of them. So example, we've been up at 4 a.m. talking business with a billionaire tech and real estate investor, gotten advice on how to score Series A investments for your startup from executive assistants to very notable CEOs.
1: And of course, we have some ridiculous, but only in LA stories that we're going to share with you, including doing shrooms with some of the biggest movie box office producers.
0: Yes, we've just met a lot of characters and have access to a lot of impressive people and their stories and advice. So we're going to be bringing on these treasures of humans and taking you on some coffee dates with them to enjoy the same kind of priceless insights, advice, and general entertainment as we have. But it's beyond just our network. We couldn't have gotten through these five years of experiences without some of our own very, very strong wake-up calls. So... Let me tell you, nothing's more sobering than self-awareness, and we're going to serve and spill it all.
1: And hopefully you can walk away with something, whether that's tips and tricks for the industry, social skills, or just a fucking laugh and a half from some of the ludicrousness that exists here. So far, I've gotten love and dating advice from a DJ and financial investment advice that changed my life from a karaoke legend. So it's about to be a watering hole of TED Talks from unexpected professions, and I can't wait. And it all breaks down to the common
0: secret to surviving both sides of midnight is strong
1: coffee. (laughs) Whatever that means to you. (laughs) There is absolutely no guideline for this podcast, so I am excited to start bringing on guests and seeing what they decide to serve you.
0: Yeah, I have no doubt it's going to change with each guest we bring on, but that's what's really exciting about it. We're going to expose ourselves. We're going to expose our guests and we're going to get real and we're going to we're just going to serve up the <laughs> no fucking creamer or sugar, all right? You know, this is a strong coffee, baby. And let's kick it off with some questions about us. Uh Raymond, if you could tutor someone on any subject, what would it be? Actually, let me phrase this better. What
1: masterclass could you teach? Ooh, masterclass. Okay. If I could teach a masterclass, It would be how to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world without a degree or steady income. Mm. Yes, you could,
0: actually. And how to do it well?
1: Well, I hope I'm doing okay. I've been doing this for over seven years now. Um, And by steady income, I mean I work in freelance, so there's never a guarantee. And it's really exciting, but it also can be really scary. So my class would help guide people away from making the mistakes I made and just fucking survive out here.
0: You are now thriving. Can we just say we might be recording this in the closet of your luxury apartment building studio,
1: but it is a walk-in closet. Okay, we fit. (laughs) Yeah, with comfort. Well, Brianna, if you could teach a master class, what would it be on? If I could teach a master class, I mean, like, I don't
0: know. My life's not as exciting as I mean, my life is exciting because Mm. you are in it. But I I know
1: a class you could teach. Oh, I like this. Okay, what is it? How- <gasps> That's fu- fucking rude. Hey, I'm editing this. I could take it out. We don't need to put yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I'm just feeling really uncomfortable because you're my emergency contact on medical forms, and it's pretty apparent you would just let me die. You're doing something so. weird with your hand right now, and it's freaking <laughs> so me out. Forgetting. I do not want to own that syllabus, but I'll tell you what: you're not incorrect. But I won't say that you're right, but if we get a thousand subscribers by fourth of July, I will put out the curriculum to this master class that I that you say I could teach. And
1: I have that on recording. And if we
0: don't have a thousand listeners by July 4th, we never speak of this again, and this dies with
1: us. <sighs> Not so start. dark, but yeah,
0: yes, exactly. DL, Let's move on. Perfect. Okay, Raymond, mm-hmm. what's your
1: relationship status? You know, I love that question. Every Angelino does. Well, I really guess it depends on who you ask.
0: Ask me. Hey, if you really want to ask Brie,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, if you ask me, I I've been doing the thing where I've been jumping from relationship to relationship. But as I've been jumping, my relationships and standards have been sinking. <laughs> Kind of like jumping from burning ship to burning ship, if you will. I'd like to, you know, maybe hop on a boat that's afloat.
0: But you know what? I so love you for being self-aware enough to acknowledge that. And I'd like to jump onto a yacht. Like at least like a 2013 dinghy would be really good for you. If it's
1: afloat, I'm there, baby boy. Let's go. (laughs) If
0: it it floats. Ray at this moment is the captain of her own ship.
1: And we love this for her. But moving on. Brianna. What is your relationship status? Well, as I just
0: articulated, you are the emergency contact on my emergency forms. No, I am sexually and emotionally happily not available, but always accepting dinner reservations. I love that answer.
1: Or I guess in this case, you know,
0: DoorDash orders because we are in a pandemic. But
1: hey, Ray. (laughs) Oh, hey there. Didn't see you there, pal. How long have you been in my closet? <laughs> wow. I've been sitting... Okay, I've been sitting... My cr- legs are
0: aching, Dude, I'm telling you, spread your... Le- okay, <laughs> spread your-
1: <laughs> Okay, wait, that's... Is there another question you have to ask no, me? Wait, I'm uncomfortable. It's, uh, it's... It's the Sexual closet. No, HR. She asked me to spread my legs. We can't afford an HR department. <laughs> hold on. We don't have HR? Oh, <laughs> this is news for me. Who have no. I been emailing? Okay. What do
0: you need to survive in Los Angeles? Not you specifically, but just in general. What do you think is essential to surviving life in the city or being successful here?
1: I think the ability to say no. Mm. Partying in L.A. is really easy to do when everyone is doing it every single day. Right. Like today. If you felt like partying, we got options, baby. Yeah, and it's a we're in the... Depths of a pandemic and we could still send it if we wanted to. Yeah, LA doesn't play around. But I feel like um someone gave me advice once and they said to view partying as a celebration. And that really helped me being able to say no to temptation. Cause it's easy to get lost in the sauce here and it's really, really fun while doing it. But you can get off track and then boom, it's been fucking five years. And you've made zero progress with what you came to the city to do originally. So I say, party. Enjoy yourself, baby boys and girls. When you got a fucking reason to. Like after we upload our podcast, you better believe we're going to blackout together, Brianna. Sick because our launch date's a Monday and I definitely have a day job. But Tuesday's oh. gonna suck for us, but it's gonna be worth it, is my point. The hangovers are always better when you celebrated with a reason. If you party with no reason, you wake up feeling like a bag of shit. You party with a reason, you still wake up feeling like a bag of shit, but a happier bag of shit. A happier bag. Love it. Everyone
0: who actually knows this intimately is gonna be like, oh my god, did I just rewind? Is that Ray saying that?
1: Wow. I've changed. And I've changed mainly because I am twenty-five and everything that my friends told me about entering the mid-20s, unfortunately was true. I get hangovers now. I never got hangovers before. I know. I used to be she to-
0: is human. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. She's she's actually she's a human after all.
1: How about you? What's your answer? What do you need, Brianna, to survive in LA? Easy. You need a best friend that you're not sleeping with. Just one person.
0: And I and I say that detail specifically that a best friend you're not sleeping with because oh my god the amount of women that i mean that (laughs) my boyfriend is my best friend oh that's cute cute cassidy what happens when he cheats on you fuck Hmm? what happens when you cheat on him fuck Mm, you know there goes your entire first line of defense for your mental health because you wrapped it up in one person cass
1: Mm. Is Cassidy, is she okay? She's dead now. I'm just kidding. Sorry, that was really dark. (laughs) So dark. No,
0: okay. All jokes aside, you really do. Uh, I think romantic relationships are really, really important. And you absolutely should work over time and prioritize those in your life for sure. But in order to survive in this city or any fast city in general, you really do need a best friend that you are not sleeping with because sex, sex makes everything a bias. Right. True. Anyone you're sleeping with, especially if you're in a relationship with and then they're also your best friend. They're always going to be biased towards you. You know, it doesn't they're not
1: they're going to have on your side. They're yeah. going to have
0: your best interests at heart so long as that can align most often or not with what they want with you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you need a best friend you're not sleeping with because then you are never at risk of feeling or being completely alone when rock bottom hits, which in towns like this, it will hit. It will hit. More than once. And can you imagine going through that low point where you're also going through a heartbreak where you've lost your love and your partner and the support system from a best friend? Avoidable boo.
1: Have a best friend you ain't bed friends with too. If I could be honest with you, I'm still kind of bummed about the fact that we're not sleeping together. (laughs) So is everybody else who knows (laughs) this.
0: I would actually, I would love, let me, So PSA. Contrary to popular belief and hope, Ray and I are not secret lovers and we are not sleeping together. Gorgeous, beautiful woman. You're just not my type.
1: You see, now, you could have left that last part out. (laughs) Now it's like pure rejection. Before it was like, oh, you know, like, that's not my thing. Then it's like, you're not my type. That's rude. (laughs) She's going to plex over that. (laughs) Could have left that part out. Whatever, you're not my fucking type either. (laughs) Ah, No, look, this is my best fucking
0: friend. I cannot wait for what the season has in store look at this might flop hey
1: this might flop it might but guess what's not gonna flop this friendship Woo! you know why because we're not sleeping together <laughs> well this is good this I like is good in our closet even though i am sweating
0: well confusing. the irony we're like we're totally not sleeping together as we recording trapped in the coffee <laughs> but look you know we're also not hiding anything anymore this no, season it's all out str- for you guys this season of Strong Coffee is about to be really real. We're going to call ourselves out and we just have some incredible and unique perspectives from all walks of life, all genres, all tax brackets, and it's it's going to be good. I'm also going to make an announcement here. Ahem. This podcast season is our farewell tour. This is our love letter to Los Angeles. Why ray? Are we saying it? Yeah, we are. I think this is when we drop it. Are we
1: dropping it on the yeah, first tra- episode? Yeah, we are. I feel like we got to leave it as a teaser. Uh, okay, you're yeah, like to tease them a little bit. You're right. Okay. You guys got to stick around. Actually yeah. like that. You have a you have a much yeah, better idea just, about like, it. Just like tingle the balls. Tingle the balls? I don't know. You know, it's just like tingle. <laughs> tingle the <laughs> balls. Only they can see the hand motions like Tingle the balls. Okay. Lick the balls, don't suck the dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: on that note, we will drop our big news on our season finale for now yes. whether you're friends, family, a random indian dude who follows ray on instagram thanks for listening thanks for the support please subscribe if you hated this episode and cringed the whole way through I'll uh, fuck you too and still subscribe because we're going to we're going to follow through with this whether you like it or not so
1: yeah See you next Monday, baby. See you next Monday.